0: You guys, you can take our health care, just give me give me a cheap video game.
1: Everybody and welcome to the Geekscape Games podcast on the Geekscape.network. I think. Uh, I'm Michaela, representing, subbing in for Shane tonight. Uh, this is episode 147. I can't get the hurdy-gurdy song out of my head. Uh, beside me is Derek. Hi. And then somewhere out there in the universe is Josh. Hello. And Courtney. Hi.
0: Hi. How's everyone doing tonight?
1: Good.
0: I'm full. You're full. Full yeah. Of barbecue. Yeah.
1: So jealous. Tell us about
0: it.
2: <laughs> I had barbecue.
1: <laughs> like that you barbecued yourself? Or you like went and bought barbecue from a guy or like a restaurant? Was the, What's the of barbecue?
2: Yeah. Um, t- yeah. Well, it's been like two weeks since our actual anniversary, but we didn't get to celebrate it until today, so... We went to this place across the street from the Warner Brothers studio where they filmed a lot of La La Land and a bunch of other movies. So we went over there to check it out and yeah, we ate way too much. We're like, we're never coming back here again. So let's just get everything on the menu.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good strategy.
2: So yeah. So I got, what did I end up with? Ribs, chicken, steak. Holy shit. uh, Beans, baked potato, potatoes all gratin garlic bread oh. mashed potatoes and Boston then you went to panda pot. express yeah. for dessert yeah i was gonna go to wienerschnitzel but i had to make it in time for the podcast so. <laughs> but yeah good. it was fun it was good
1: and did you end up with a million leftovers to bring home for lunch tomorrow
2: <laughs> only if i only if i can't keep it down
1: oh <laughs> you actually managed to eat that much food that's impressive that's america and then I had to
2: walk and then i had to walk back for an hour to get to the train station to go home
1: jesus
0: <laughs> Burn it all off. Yeah, or much. a moderate amount of it.
1: What anniversary is this for you guys? Oh,
2: uh, now you're gonna what get What year in trouble. is this?
1: Oh, <laughs> it's 2018, like ish.
2: 15 years since we've been together, and nine years since we've been married.
1: Jesus
3: so, Christ, Jesus. Yeah. So damn, that is I was,
2: some
3: commitment. I, e- I, don't,
2: I, I don't even think I was legally allowed to get married when we got together. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what's the secret?
2: Um, be stubborn. <laughs> be be too stubborn to quit.
1: Oh, okay. I understand. (laughs) Uh, So I think at this point, we talk about games that we've been playing. So, Josh, you're on a roll. Why don't you take it away?
2: I haven't played shit. Well, actually, that's not true. Um, Aside from the same usual boring things that I play every week because I'm so obsessed with my daily rewards lately. uh, (laughs) I I picked up Fire Emblem Shadow of Valentia again, which... I haven't played it in like six months because i suck at these games anyway i think i've said this before on the show but fire emblem replaced zelda as like the franchise where i own every game but never finished any of them because i eventually <laughs> i beat breath of the wild and uh, link between worlds on with zelda so that kind of didn't apply anymore but with fire emblem it's more just because i suck at strategy games like really really bad and so like back when well, fire, fire em-
0: emblems typically notoriously hard as well right
2: yeah, but the newer ones are made easier because they're trying to appeal to more people and I still suck at them. But <laughs> this, with this one, I it it's like it branches off into two different paths. Forgive me if I've explained any of this before. It's been forever since I talked about it. But it branches off into two different paths that you could kind of play at your leisure up until a certain point where you where both sides have to get to a certain goal. So I really struggled to finish um, one half of it, Celica's side. And so when I went to the other protagonist after I finished her end of the deal, I like got completely massacred on my first attempt at the next one. I was so frustrated and demoralized that I didn't play it again for six months. And I decided to pick it back up a few days ago. And for whatever reason, now I'm just blowing through it. (laughs) So like within like three hours, I ended up beating his whole scenario and now I'm on the second to last chapter. So I might be finishing my first Fire Emblem game soon. Unless unless you count uh, Tokyo Mirage or the mobile game, which I kind of don't count because one's not really Fire Emblem. There's no finish to
0: that. You can't finish the mobile game.
2: I mean, (laughs) there was an ending, but then they expanded it eventually as they released more characters. So I guess you're right. It's like you finish it it until they add more stuff.
0: uh, I feel like, so you said you're coming back to it, now you're rushing through it. I feel like that's something I've experienced a bunch of times where it's like, you will play a piece of a game over and over and over and it's so hard and then you finally like quit and then you come back to it like weeks or months later and you beat it on like the first or second try and you're like, what the hell? Like, yes. Like, does it know that you, like we're like, we're just going to give him this one? Like, otherwise, he's never going to play this game again for real. Like,
2: <laughs> like yeah. how
0: does that work and why does that always happen?
2: It's weird. Yeah, I think it's just sometimes you just need a break. But also, I, even though the mobile version such a simplified version of the game, I really do think that it helped me kind of understand and absorb some of the strategies that carry over to the main game. So that after that much time's passed, I kind of knew how to approach it better. And even then though, if this was old fire emblem, I would still be struggling. Cause, um, for anyone who doesn't know, like one of fire emblems, notorious mechanics is that if one of your characters dies, they're like permanently dead. And there's like a real danger of having so few characters at a, but towards the end of the game that you can't beat it and you have to restart it all. Um,
1: That would be the effing worst.
2: Yeah. So like with this, with the newest games on 3DS, they give you an option to where you could just make it where no matter how many characters die at the end, they all come back after every chapter, Uh, which I, I turned that on because another thing the fire emblem is notorious for is just being really shitty with RNG. So like this has happened to me before on some of the older fire emblems where I'll get a perfect, I'll get like a perfect uh, run on a map and no one will die and there'll only be one enemy left on the field, and then I'll go to attack them, and then all my attacks miss, and then when they counterattack, they get a critical hit and kill my guy in one shot, which, if you don't want to lose any units, then that wastes, that wastes the entire map just off of something that was outside of your control. So I have I have the mode where you get your characters back turned on just for scenarios like that, because that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> but if any of my characters die, I'll still restart it, unless it's a scenario like that. But one thing that they actually did with this Fire Emblem that's not in any other one is they give you a limited amount of time to just rewind the game or rewind the map so that if you you fuck up or you get bad luck or whatever, you can rewind as many turns as you want and just redo it up to a certain point.
1: That's fantastic.
2: Yeah, so I mean like purists say that it makes the game cheap or whatever, but I feel like it just makes it more or less of a chore to play because there's nothing more frustrating than... (laughs) like doing perfect on a map and just because they decided to reward the computer with a critical hit now all your you either lose a character permanently for the rest of the game which also kind of affects the story because every character has their own little side stories but if Mm. any one of them is dead then every character involved in that side story is just locked out of the story for the rest of the game
0: Jeez, yeah brutal
2: yeah so not having to deal with that I think is a big plus um so yeah I'm really enjoying it and I'm hoping to finish it sometime soon hopefully by next week I'll be able to talk more about the End game. But we'll see. We'll see if my string of luck keeps going or if I get impossibly stuck again and I wait another six months to play.
1: (laughs) I feel like having that mode, though, makes it so that you're going to actually play the game. Like, instead of being like, fuck it, I'm out, you're actually going to continue playing it, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I feel like that would deter a lot of people.
2: Yeah, and I think it did deter a lot of people, which, um, well, people... A trip Like, Fire Emblem, I don't I don't know if you guys are aware of this story either, but Nintendo was a, pretty much ready to pull the plug on the franchise because it wasn't really selling well anymore. Mm. And the first one that came out on 3DS, they essentially just told the developers, like, if this one doesn't meet a certain goal, that we're not making any more Fire Emblem games. And then they did two things to it. They added that mode where the characters don't die permanently, and then they added, like, a whole waifu simulator <laughs> aspect to the <laughs> game where you could make different units on your character, um roster like date each other and That's weird at a certain sounds point, like a winner yeah and at a certain point in the game it has like a time skip where it jumps into the future and then it was like they would have kids and their kids have like stats that are mixed in with the two parents so it like had this whole aspect it was almost like pokemon breeding except you're breeding people so it's like you could try to make these like super units towards the end of like for the second half of the game by pairing up the right characters and giving that them certain great. abilities so yeah So those two aspects, people attribute it to that game being really successful. It was like, it was the most, I think it was the highest selling game in franchise history by like a huge margin. And now it's considered one of Nintendo's like top five franchises. So it went from like being on the cusp of being completely cancelled to like being one of their most lucrative properties in the span of like one game pretty much.
1: That's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah. And I think, I think like you said, making it so that you're not brutally punished for something that oftentimes isn't even in your control. Yeah. Played a big part in that. And for all the Uh, purists, you still have the option of just putting the game on classic mode where it stays that way. So like everybody gets what they want, I think.
1: Well, and I think like, I don't know anything about fire emblem, but I do remember from our amiibo collecting days that all of the characters were really cool looking. So like every time I was like, Ooh, I really like this one. It would end up being from, from fire emblem
2: yeah you say amiibo collecting days like they're over
1: (laughs) i just got this i just got this
2: giant detective pikachu today
0: and it's i saw a picture of that it looks freaking huge yeah
2: i was like i knew that it was bigger than normal amiibo i just didn't realize it was this big
1: (laughs) why is it so big
2: because they want an excuse to sell you another pikachu <laughs> they had to keep it. They had to keep it interesting. Plus, I think it was like five dollars more expensive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, is is the actual Amiibo any different, or is it just like a standard Pikachu for everything?
2: No. Oh, as far as in the game, I think it's a. St- I think that it does something special in Detective Pikachu, but in everything else, it's just a Pikachu. Okay. But yeah, Makes sense. other than that, it's just a giant Amiibo. <laughs>
1: So do you have all of the Amiibos then? Did you stay on that train like full out?
2: I have all of them except for the QB Amiibo, which was only in Japan.
1: Wow, that's and, impressive.
2: And, that, and I'll have that one soon, hopefully.
0: <laughs> when we, were, when we <laughs> He's visited, going to Japan just to get it. No, when we went to Japan,
2: it was you sold were out just everywhere. just in
1: Japan. Oh, no, that would be so disappointing. Yeah,
2: I think, it, I, don't, I think either it was just a very limited run or it was only bundled with a game, like with the actual game that it went with. So when I was going around trying to find an individual and everyone was like looking at me like if I was two years late, (laughs) but yeah,
1: classic amiibo hunting
2: pretty much. But I mean, they're like on Amazon for like 40 bucks. So, which is really, which is expensive for an individual amiibo. But if it's something like that where you're not going to find it any other way, then whatever, especially when you compare it to the monster hunter world amiibos that came out and those are also only in Japan. Those are
0: like, are they actual, are they actual amiibo? Yeah. For monster hunter world?
2: No wait, did I say Monster Hunter World? I'm sorry, I meant Monster Hunter Stories.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah,
2: that art, that turn-based RPG that came out on the 3DS last year.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
2: That's the one too, where if you tap them into Animal Crossing, you'll get like Monster Hunter themed um, visitors and Monster Hunter themed um, furniture and stuff. I think. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, sadly, I'm still on the Amiibo hunt, and I got sc- I got screwed out of that stupid uh, Dark Souls one that's coming out. So I might be off the, I might have a blemish on my record if I can't figure out how to get that thing.
0: How did you How did you get screwed out of it?
2: Because they announced it on the Nintendo Direct, and within an hour, it was up for pre-order online for GameStop's website, and it was announced as a GameStop exclusive. And I had it in my shopping cart, but I really hate shopping through GameStop online because they charge you like $15 shipping on everything. Jesus. And every other time, I could just walk into the store and pre-order it. So I had to go to work, but I went in the very next morning, like as soon as they opened, And they're like, oh, they already closed in-store pre-orders. I'm like, what are you talking about? They already closed (laughs) in-store pre-orders. It's been like eight hours since they announced it. So it definitely gave me like PTSD from like the good old days of amiibo hunting where every store got only five of everything. And uh, and then you had to like beat people up in the parking lot to get them otherwise.
0: Yeah. I still miss like, I don't know. I, it's been a while since I bought one. Like I don't remember the last time I bought one. Um, might have been i don't know if i've really been into them since i've moved to vancouver just because it got to the point where like in in the old city that i lived in they were possibly you know it was possible to go and get one and i mean i had to get in line at 3 a.m and send michaela to a different store to get in line at 3 a.m but (laughs) uh but you know then i would get the one that the city got um but yeah it just became it just felt so much more complicated and then they started spreading the line out so much and it was to the point where it was like I I wasn't buying them because I cared about them it was just I won't, was buying them because I wanted to have them all which I mean like Pokemon taught me that when I was like six so like yeah. no shit I was going to get it no, you know, they, no shit I was going to be acting like that but. This,
2: has been, this has been the long con they were planning this back in 1996 and they wanted to get everyone conditioned with Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> and then they had their little fucking doomsday fucking clock at Nintendo headquarters and they're like it's time <laughs> unleash the amiibo but only five of them <laughs>
0: five per continent <laughs>
2: <laughs> I bet you Reggie's the guy selling them all on eBay I bet you it's like just all the Nintendo's executives are the ones who are scalping Shades Shades was a Nintendo operative
1: I once spent $80 on an Amiibo Jesus for Derek Christ. for his birthday which one was that yeah I can't even remember I think it started with a D maybe and was in that picture that Derek took when he got his first one that was a Mario it started
0: with a D are you sure it wasn't Marth?
1: Could have been Marth. I think Marth Sounds was the one that was like really dark, hard to get. Yeah, so. yeah,
0: because that was that picture was from like the first day that they came out. So there was Wii Fit Trainer, which I had,
1: and was it Marth?
0: There was Marth. With what the was Ma- the other really Marth rare one? Is. Villager and Villager from okay. Animal Crossing. You got me both of those for my birthday.
1: Yeah, but I think they were like eighty bucks each. Yeah,
2: no, that's crazy.
1: It was a tough time.
2: I remember yeah. arguing yeah. with one of my friends who works at Nintendo too. I was like, "How is Nintendo so short-sighted that they had Villager be one of the?" ones that they barely made any of when animal crossing is one of their biggest franchises. And he was like, he's like, you you just don't understand. There's like, there's statistics and surveys and stuff. And there's a reason why these weren't, these weren't uh mass produced or whatever.
0: And then like, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't think we were going to
2: sell any of them. And then like a year later, they have a whole animal crossing line of like every fucking villager you could think of.
0: <laughs> and like 300 cards. Yeah. Are they still doing the cards? No. Are they still like, they, are they, they're not, they they're did done? the,
2: they did, I think the most recent cards they did were the Mario sports ones. Okay. Which was like, I think June of last year.
0: Okay. So I'm like, I'm sure there'll be more, but they're done at this point, I guess.
2: Yeah. And well, the yeah. Amiibo releases in general have been so few and They've far been between much that more... I'm feeling yeah. like they might just be kind okay. of winding down. I mean, Skylanders is pretty much out of the market and Disney and Lego have both been out of it. So yeah, it might, it might pretty much be on its way out. I feel like, I feel like Amiibo will go for a, as long as they have new characters to pedal which will probably be for a very long time. And now that you have more third parties getting involved, like we're getting a whole Shovel Knight three-pack coming out soon. And we have uh, Dark Souls...
1: Aren't they coming out with like a new Smash Brothers or something? Oh God, so that'll was, be a good opportunity. Yeah, to, yeah I was going to say. I wonder I if we'll
0: would, see a resurgence when the new Smash comes not
1: out. Because isn't this how it all started? It
0: is. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I was, I was telling Megan, I was like, "So what are we going to do if they come out with new versions of every character in Smash on top of all the new characters that are going to be in it? Are we going to buy? Are we still going to buy them all? I don't even want to think you about are. it. I know the
1: answer is yes.
2: I, yeah, definitely. I'm sure it is. <laughs> we're going to start, we're gonna have to start pawning our Skylanders to make space for the Amiibo. Uh,
1: anyways, so back to games. Is that all of your games, Josh?
2: Yeah, outside of the usual battlefront. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I said this last week, but the new progression system went up. That uh, I think I was just talking about the progression system last week, but it's actually up now. It fucking sucks. I hate it. It's terrible.
0: You hate it? Yeah, Really?
2: Because the characters take a really, really long time to level up, and every time they do level up, they get like one skill point and everything costs like three skill points. Whereas before, at the very least, when it was all locked behind loot boxes, it was pretty likely that you'd get a lot of duplicates, which would give you money that you could go out of your way to, to use and just buy the cards with. And you could buy whichever ones you want and they all cost the same amount. And th- now the way it's done is it's locked behind skill points. So you need to grind out playing the same class over and over again to get enough skill points to buy the cards you want plus certain cards are locked behind a certain level so like for example i'm pretty sure it was level 25 is like the cap where you have to be at level 25 to be able to have access to all the cards for that class and it takes a really 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 long time to level up in this game even before the update but before the update leveling up didn't do anything but give you a little bit of extra money now that it's tied to actual progression it's like such a grind to get anything done so it's like it's weird like the concept is great on paper but the execution's awful
0: it makes you're it, like I wish I could just fucking pay money to to unlock this yeah, shit. Right? Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. you know,
2: I wish I could just I wish I could just throw my credit card at EA and get my cards right away. Except now they don't even give you the option to do that because all the in-game currency as of right now is completely useless. Like okay. you can't spend it on anything right now. They said they're gonna like I said last week, they said they're gonna add like cosmetic loot crates that you'll be able to spend them on. But I don't think those are supposed to come up until like April. So for the next month you're just gonna have a bunch of in-game currency that's completely useless.
1: Are all these changes because of the, like, loot box drama?
2: Yeah. Or no? It boiled down to people figured that the game was, like, a pay-to-win scheme because you unlocked perks by opening loot boxes. And while you had the opportunity to get good ones for free, it was like if you spent real money, you could buy the ones that you wanted immediately. And it gave Mm -hmm. players, like, distinct advantages. So the idea behind this was removing the monetary factor out of it altogether, and just tie it to leveling up your characters based off of how much you play. But like the problem now is that it takes so long to level up that it doesn't even feel like you're being rewarded for playing at all. It just feels like, it feels like you're just kind of like forcing yourself to grind out experience just for rewards that you could have potentially got instantly. If you're luck, even if you didn't spend any, like I never spent any extra money on the game and I had a pretty good collection of cards just because I got enough free loot boxes to where I had a pretty decent collection. And on top of that, any now I'm kind of mad at myself because I had a bunch of in-game currency that I never spent. And I pretty much had enough, I think, to buy every card for every class, but I was just saving oh, my money for whatever reason. And now it's all locked behind this level system, which is literally going to take... At the rate that it's going, if I wanted to get every card for every class at this point, it would probably be a good another like 15, 20 hours of just grinding just to be able to have the ability to purchase all the cards. And then that's aside from actually having enough skill points to buy them all with. So it's like, again, it's that like, sounds
1: a, not very appealing.
2: Yeah. It's great in concept that they're trying to remove the pay to win aspect of it, but it's horrible execution. And um, people have been complaining that leveling up is way too slow before when all that was at stake was currency, but I feel like they're going to have to make some kind of change now because Not only does not only is it such a drag, but anyone who already had those cards unlocked before the update still kept them. So now anyone who did pay for those cards before (laughs) they have have an even bigger advantage, bigger advantage, because it's going to take so much longer to catch up to them. (laughs) So it's like, again, it's like good intentions, terrible execution. It's not fun. Oh, and then Overwatch had the new character, but I never played as her. And she's very frustrating to fight as D.Va.
3: I got to play her. She's hella fun to play.
2: Yeah, I don't like her already because she makes it hard to win.
3: <laughs> I wasn't expecting to get to play her because, like, she just – like I played Wednesday, I think, uh-huh. after my eval, and uh, I was like, oh, I'll just play some quick play. I was remapping my keys because I keep accidentally ulting when my <laughs> fingers get tired, uh-huh. so I tried remapping my Q, and I was like, oh, I'll play my Zen. Someone snapped up Zen, and no one had taken Brigitte, so I was like, fuck it, I'll try her. Is and that I didn't the number one? What- Yeah, she's Torbjorn's daughter, and like she looks a lot like Reinhardt. She's got a shield that she puts up, and she's got like a, uh, what is that? It's like a mace, but it also extends so it can be like a melee weapon, but it also can do a ranged attack.
2: Yeah, and it stuns them too out of their special abilities, right?
3: Yeah, and that sounds good. It's lots of fun to play. I'm gonna be real honest, and she's got a healing ability that I haven't quite figured out yet. Because um, I didn't, like, look up to see what any of her shit did. I just kind of, like, picked her and played her because I was surprised she was open. Um, But I spent, like, half the game wandering around smashing as her until our zen, who was real bad, switched. <laughs> like, I'm a pretty decent zen. I don't know. Like, if I think you're doing bad as a zen, I feel like that says something because I'm generally bad at video games. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're like oh so this guy switched off and then he was pissed off because i picked up zen and i i he was like switch with me and i was like no fuck off i have my ult i'm waiting to use it but you guys kind of have to like i don't know not let me die because i can't move very fast so it was it was a rough game (laughs) but brigitte's fun
0: Michaela's still mad at me because I traded in our copy oh. of Overwatch.
1: Oh my gosh, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> you never I never stopped thinking what she about was that. I about if I had ever had the opportunity to play. I told
0: it. you I'd buy you it's a been new on one.
1: on sale a couple times. And I'm, I'm sure it'll
3: come on sale for, like, I'm sure it'll be on sale again in, like, the next month or so.
2: Yeah. Over here, it was $30
0: just, like, two yeah. weeks ago. Damn America and
2: it's their yeah, cheap it's video yeah, games. Damn
3: and, America and our video games. But you guys have health care, so.
0: You get. You can take our health care. Just give me. Okay. Give me cheap video games.
1: I, I would. I would like to keep the healthcare. <laughs> if I get a vote in this. I would like to keep the healthcare.
0: I wouldn't have. To, I wouldn't need so much health care if I didn't have to stress about the cost of video games all the time.
2: Yeah, if you didn't have to camp out at three a.m. for God. Amiibos, right? I <laughs> could actually get a good night's sleep. Nintendo once in a while. should
0: fund. Nintendo should. should fund healthcare. <laughs> uh, they can't even fund yeah. their online.
3: Service.
2: Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo care. care. I would
3: sign up. <laughs>
0: What else have you been playing, Courtney?
3: Oh my gosh, I was just gonna say that. Wow. Um, I picked up a mobile game that (laughs) has actually held my attention. It's called Hello Kitty Friends. And
1: that sounds wonderful.
3: It's adorable. Uh, It's everything five year old Courtney loves. Um, Because I, like, when I was a little kid, we had a Sanrio store in our mall. And, like, that was my favorite place to go. And I wanted to buy everything Hello Kitty. And,. I couldn't have everything, Hello Kitty. It was really sad. But like every once in a while, my mom would like let us splurge. We could get like one small thing. And it was like the highlight of my my tiny childhood. And then the store closed down. Um, <laughs> but the game's pretty fun. It's like one of those um, matching games. So like you have to match two of the characters together at minimum. And if you can match bigger ones, you could unlock like little rockets that'll take out a whole line, or uh, bombs and stars and stuff and uh so each level has different little achievements you have to get like you have to you have to pop so many Hello kitty heads or um sometimes they have like little blocks you have to do so it's it's something i've been playing before i go to like to fall asleep because it's just hard enough that it's not so hard or like so easy that i like get bored and start looking at other things but not so hard that i get frustrated and give up so it's a it's fun it's a fun time
1: time waster um, that sounds good. It sounds yeah. like a solid phone game. Like that's yeah. what a phone game is supposed to do.
0: Did you, uh, speaking of phone games, did you put any more, did you give, uh, the Sims mobile another shot at all? Uh, just cause Michaela would love to talk to you about it. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> Wait, another shot. Does that mean you gave it a shot at some point? I tried. Yeah. I like downloaded it like as we were okay, talking. Yeah.
3: And I started playing it, but, um, My phone's having some weird issues with some apps not accepting taps, and it got really frustrating, so I quit playing it. I've had the same problem with my Google Play app. Like, I can't add certain – I can't do certain things because it doesn't register that I'm tapping on whatever's going on. Um, And so I don't know what that's about, um, (laughs) but I'm trying to, like, mess with it and see if it's something with my phone – or – because, like, other things were just fine. That's super and weird. And sometimes the app works. Yeah. It's – well, especially with Google Play, it's pissed me off because I was trying to make, like, music playlists, and I can't add songs to playlists at all now. Well, and isn't so, your phone,
1: like, pretty new still? Shouldn't it be working yeah. well?
3: Yeah. And everything else works fine. It's just, like, something with the phone and the app not talking properly. So, um, I got frustrated. I think I need to uninstall and reinstall the game and try again. Yeah. Um, Oh, but I realized something funny this week. So when you when you play on Google Play, they have that Google game. They give you like a username that, and you rack up Google Point. I don't know what they're for, but it shows like a name and it gives you a level kind of like achievements to keep you playing, I guess. And I just realized that my name on there is called Luscious Coder, which <laughs> made me laugh. And my But my picture is a picture of like this really tough looking Viking guy with a huge ass beard. So like every time I log in to play my Hello Kitty Friends game, up at the top it says Hello Luscious Coder, and it's got the fucking Viking.
1: <laughs> so I so feel it's like, just
3: that's like an, a pretty badass name. It's just though. the cover
0: image for every free to play app, basically well, every free to play game, which is just like a yelling man of some well, sort. He's
3: not yelling. It's like, uh, no, it's like to so Google Play, Google Games, Play Games is what it's called. I never, I never use this app ever. But yeah, it's my it's called my character's name is Luscious Coder apparently, and it's this
2: Luscious what?
3: Luscious Coder.
2: Oh, I thought you said cooter.
3: Oh, that'd be funnier. Uh, and I've got this fucking little this little Viking dude. I'll I'll share a picture because it's that funny to me. I don't know. It made me laugh when I realized it today. Um. <laughs> Yeah. um, And then um, I'm not at home right now, so I don't have my computer and I don't have my PS4. Um, I tried playing some on my PS4 this week, but my hands are really sore from all the bad weather we've been having. And I can't play on my console, which pisses me off. So I don't know. Maybe a Switch would be better. Maybe I should take my PS4 and turn it in and get a Switch. I don't
1: know. Why would it? Why would a switch be better? Just like holding your hands in a different Uh, way?
3: The controllers are smaller. So I don't like it's easier for me to hold for one. And then there's none of that stupid. Like I don't have. They're easier for me to manipulate the the joysticks. So the joysticks don't have that. um, On the PS4, they've got the thing where sometimes you have to push down to do stuff and you press and hold it down. I can't do that for long periods of time, slash, at all. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, until I either figure out a solution for that or whatever and then I'm, i haven't been playing like anything like playing destiny is awful because you do that all the time and the same thing in monster hunter i was doing that a lot i'm like i can't do this it doesn't work out
0: you should uh you should look into an xbox and the xbox elite controller because you mm. can remap everything and even like you can like change some of the buttons out for like other shapes of buttons cool. and stuff like that it but, looks then pretty I intense. To switch... but you can also like remap everything so like just to make it as comfortable or as efficient for your gaming style yeah. as you like basically. Well, when
3: I bought the PS4, I got really excited about it and bought like a whole year's worth of PS Plus so I could play online with someone because they were like play all the online games with me. Um so I'm stuck with it, I feel, until then. <laughs> so, but maybe I'll maybe I'll just get really good at like customizing my own controller and then that's how I'll make money now that I'm no longer a student and just regular unemployed. So cool. You
0: could look at some like, like sweet third party controllers, Mad Cats. Are they back? They went bankrupt. But I don't are know. They back? I
3: remember we saw some sweet controllers at PAX and I really wanted them, but they were really there's expensive. But they might there. be worth it. I'll go look at it again.
1: I mean, if you can't play at all because your hands can't handle that, there's got to be something out there to yeah. like adapt it so that you can. Shane <laughs> was
3: saying to ask Kenny, but I feel like an I asshole like- asking Kenny because like. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just do. Like, I just, uh, yeah, I'll just like, be like, check just, your privilege. Like, I feel like there's, you know, <laughs> there's tiers of being disabled and I am not at the top tier of being disabled. I feel like kind of an asshole being like, I need help with this, but I need help.
1: Hey, remember. I feel like if you're not able to yeah. do something, then it's fair to ask for someone to help uh, you I've figure had, out I've how to do RA it. I've had a ray for,
3: um. I think almost eight years now or nine years now. And I am just now getting comfortable asking for people to af- help me like open up a bottle when I can't open up a bottle. So, but that's me. So we'll see how they, yeah, go. yeah I asked for help now. Good on you. I can't open this. That's really fun.
2: <laughs> Remember that kid who was like a pro Chun-Li player who had no use of his hands. So he would like mash the buttons with his face. No. And he was like, he was like a pro player.
3: Fuck. See, and now I feel like a whiner. Like, why can't I just play <laughs> Monster Hunter with my face? <laughs> Maybe that's a new strategy you could just, try. Just try just mashing it. I don't know. We'll f- I'll figure something out. Make it work.
0: Uh, have you been playing anything else?
3: No, that's it. That's I'm it. I'm up for I'm up for uh, more mobile game suggestions because that's what I'm going to have for the next like two weeks. Is just my phone and my. My baby laptop. Fire I emblem. Do you have Papers Please on here? I can't get Fire Emblem do, on my phone.
2: Do it again. Try should it again. Try
1: Fortnite.
2: No, it's not on Ooh. Android right now.
3: It's oh, not dang. on Android, but it's I, just for I was iOS. looking into it because I really wanted to try.
0: Uh, PUBG though is you can get PUBG on Android now.
3: Might do that.
0: It might only be in Canada right now, though. It might be a soft launch, but I mm-hmm. think I'm also wrong, and I think it's gone worldwide now.
1: I, I'll look into it. Maybe just check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Derek, what have you been playing? Oh,
0: thanks for (laughs) not being Shane and forgetting about me. (laughs) No problem. Uh, So classic, you know, I used to just play different games every week for like an hour, but uh, Witcher 3 still got my attention. Uh, I think I'm wrapping, I think I'm getting close to wrapping up the main story. Um, just kind of based on the fact that i'm kind of off of the main maps and off of the main continents i'm kind of at the witcher castle area now and the quests seem like they're building up to some sort of epic finale is the epic finale is soul (laughs) caliber it could be uh yeah maybe they'll like release a patch to like tie that in or something like that um yeah it's like i'm very like i haven't played in a while because then another game came out that i've been putting more time into but um like I played earlier in the week and it's exciting because I feel like this, I've loved this story and this journey so far and I want to see how it ends, but I also don't want it to end because I feel like for for instance, a few weeks ago we talked about, you know, what games kind of ruined other games for you. And I feel like it'll be a long time before I get as attached to a game as I have this game. And I feel like the last game that that really probably happened for to this level was, Fallout 3 in probably, like, 2010 or 2011 when I finally, like, you know, played it for the second or third time in terms of, like, the first couple times I played it, dropped out of it after a few hours. It just didn't really click with me. And then that third time, um, you know, it, it like, I I ripped right through it because it was, it just enamored me so much. Um, And I don't know that that's really happened with another game until now and until the witcher and there's definitely games i've been into and and have played all the way through and everything like that but um this is another level so um you know i mean it's it's it gives me some solace to know that even when i finish the main story there's still like 30 plus hours of dlc left to play so that is great um but yeah i i mean i'll, uh, I'll i might finish it this week i'm finish it next week but there's another game that has been taking some of that time away from the witcher 3 uh, Tuesday, saw the release of Sea of Thieves, which I have talked about on the podcast before. After playing some time with the uh, the beta's that that were going on, um, bit of a rough launch. Bit of a rough launch. They uh, a couple weeks prior to launch, and a couple weeks prior to that, they had scale tests. Actually, where they opened it up to everybody, just download it, play it, like let's see how much your servers can handle. Um, they actually revealed after that that the on, on, on launch day, basically they had four times, four to five times as many people trying to sign on as, as were in the peak of the scale tests. So, uh, servers broke, game went down. Um, I got off work the, the night that it came out and tried to play and spent a couple hours, you know, getting failed to failed to sign in screens and stuff like that because the servers were so overloaded. Um, so that was unfortunate. Eventually got in, played with some friends for a couple hours, uh, you know had had a good time i'm i'm really enjoying it so far it, it's very much like it, it it's a, it's an interesting game looking at the perspective of of the internet because it seems like it's people are either absolutely loving it or they're like calling it the next no man's sky type thing in terms of of <laughs> which is it would yeah 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 and it's very interesting because it's something where you know i feel like rare has it's a very different type of game and it's something where no man's sky kind of promised all of this stuff that just wasn't there where i feel like rare has been very transparent about the experience this entire time and and offered you know people have been playing this game for a long time because of the alpha testers and then the numerous betas and stuff that have been happening and everything like that and um I don't know. I'm I'm loving it so far through my time with the betas and through my time with the full release. It's been it's been so much fun, and I don't I don't recall the last time I had this much fun playing a multiplayer game. Um, I've loved as well the play anywhere aspect of the title. So when you get if you get one version of the game, like PC or Xbox, you also get the other version of the game for free. So that's been cool. So like after I finished playing with friends the other day. Um, You know, Michaela and I played together for like an hour as well. So I installed the game on my laptop. Um, Didn't think it would run at all because my laptop's like six years old, but it actually ran. uh, It ran okay. I get a good 30 to 40 frames per second on a mix of like, (laughs) on a mix of minimum to very low settings. And so it's a different experience because I'll look over at the Xbox One, which is in like 4K and absolutely stunning, and like it looks like something out of a like a lost Pixar movie. It's so gorgeous. Um, and then I'll look on my screen, and it looks like an early PS3 game. Uh, but I think the testament there is that it's not. I'm not just enjoying it because it's pretty. Because a lot of the time I've been playing has been on a screen where it looks terrible, and I'm still having fun. So, uh, so, so that's it. That it's interesting. I'm into it. Um, there's a lot of aspects I love. There's some aspects I don't love. By the time that this episode releases, there should actually be a full review of the game on Geekscape.net, um, which I'm excited for. I've, I, I've been out of the review game for a while, and this is one kind of, as I was playing the betas, was like, I'd like to write about this one, and, and so I think it's a good game to jump back into that with, so I've been working on that this week. Um, so,
3: well, it also I led to my... F- Sorry, go ahead. went to the store and got this game, because I heard you talking about it when I was tidling, and it's so fun, and I've been interested in it, and I couldn't find it for a PC when I went to the store. So you said if I get if I about the Xbox version, I can get, I also get on the computer?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you have to, it's, it's on digital purchases only, but also it's also something where, I don't know if you remember, but we talked about it. I wrote about it, uh, about a month, month and a half ago, Microsoft also announced that all Microsoft studios published games, uh, would hit, be hitting Microsoft's game pass service on the day that they come out actually. So it's also something where as much as I love the game, like I'm, I'm, I, I'm kind of a fan of services, you know, rather than buying stuff, I'd rather pay a little bit of money and get a bunch of shit that I'm never gonna use. <laughs> um is that a and full price game Pass stuff is what
2: you're never gonna use.
0: Yeah, you know, exactly. Is if I can save a little bit of money, I'm not gonna use it anyway. So but in this case, uh Game Pass is, you know, right at, right on you know, and it probably led to a lot of those server issues, but right on Tuesday when the game launched, if you had if you are a Game Pass subscriber, you get to play Sea so of Thieves on the Game Pass. In two months, when State of Decay 2 comes out, you will get to play that on the Game Pass on day one. Um, So, there's a bunch of titles that are on Game Pass that are Play Anywhere. So, the like, I I mean, just in terms of saving money and still getting the same experience, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like for you know, regardless of the perception of the game and the content in the game. It's something where I would not spend that $60 US or like a hundred dollars Canadian on it because you could spend $10 a month and get that game plus a hundred other games. And
1: uh, I have a question. Yeah. Um, If she's playing on PC though, is there any point in have, isn't that an Xbox thing that game pass business?
0: Uh, But any of the play anywhere titles also function on it. So you won't have a huge selection of games. But you can get like a 14 or a 30 potentially day free trial and play the game and see if you like it. Mm-hmm. And then either choose to buy it for whatever the full cost is or just keep keep on that game pass for the month or two months that you might play the game um, and go from there. Rare is also they're, um, they're building up the game as like, you know, this is kind of the beginning. Like they spent three years developing the game building this world building this foundation and and they have they haven't detailed much but they do note that they have you know they see this as a five to ten year project where they, the world and what you do and what what it means will all evolve over time so i mean i've haven't been having a blast with it so far i can't wait to see what is added and what they kind of evolve it into um but yeah i can definitely just because of the it's it's like beautiful and it's fun and it can be challenging but it's also it also feels casual in a lot of ways it feels like I, I i you're not you don't fall behind in terms of you can't play with your friends now because you didn't play for two weeks type thing like they've they've made some decisions based around that that some people will really dislike it's what is going to keep me coming back to the game though because i can you know i can play with my friends that play every day um even though i won't type thing and that's something that a lot of games like forget i feel like and a lot of games if you you know, they play one more session than you. It's almost not fun for you guys to play together for what, you know, for they're now way stronger than you. You play with them and it's too challenging for you or they play with you and everything's really overpowered. You're really overpowered and ripping through everything type thing. Um, So yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying it. I can't wait to play it some more. Um, Hopefully they
3: have some patches coming out. they have got some going on tomorrow morning. Yeah. So they,
0: so, and, 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 Again, part of what I really liked is kind of their transparency through the whole thing. So they actually, I think it was just under 48 hours from when it launched in the first country. But they They threw up like a YouTube video and it was two of the main directors or developers of the title. And they looked... Beat to shit and tired as hell because they probably hadn't slept, but they were kind of. It was like a ten minute video where they were. All, it was basically them having having a conversation with each other, but also detailing here's what we've come into, here's the problems that we've had, and here are our plans to tackle them. um Here's what our you know, here's when we're looking for our first patch and what would it, what it'll contain and stuff like that. So stuff like that, I, I feel like, has been really really neat because every step along the way, they've you know, even in the months leading up to the game, there'd be you know, trailers and these in insightful videos and everything like that and um you're waving your hand what's up
1: oh I wasn't waving my hand but I did want to say yeah um I felt like that video that you're talking about where they were talking about the problems that they were having and stuff it felt very genuine and they weren't like trying to come up with excuses (laughs) but they were like genuinely explaining um, what was happening and what the game plan was to fix those things, and that just seemed so very different than how everything went down with No Man's Sky. So I really appreciated that, even though I'm like not really playing either of those games. Yeah, they went <laughs> they <laughs> went the
2: complete opposite route of just shutting off their Twitter account. Like-
1: totally. Yeah, <laughs> they like took ownership and like looked like a bag of shit, and were like, "Oh, we're so sorry." Like. We're so glad everyone's playing this and enjoying it. And here's how we're going to try and make this all better. Mm.
0: Uh, and yeah, and I, uh, there's a couple of instruments in the game. Cause you can like play instruments and stuff too. And like the music of this like weird instrument that I've never heard of called the hurdy gurdy, uh, which is like a pirate thing. Apparently like pirates. Love I thought this it was shit. a video game.
3: Hurdy uh, gurdy. Yeah.
0: Hur- oh. I think it's a video game as well. It's a
2: game where you like, were are hurting stuff. That's literally what? a game about hurting.
0: Yes, yes, you're right. It was like a PS2 game or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, it's also an instrument. In, and in this case, it is an instrument and not hurting So they stuff. named an instrument um, after the game?
1: No. <laughs> Isn't it like a super old instrument yes. from like from medieval pi- from times From pirate or something? times, I would imagine. The
2: all the way, all, the, way back to, all the way back to 2001 on the PS2. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: it's, it's been around since like the 9th century. So There
0: you go. It's a, long, it's a while ago. It's
3: a lot of
1: stuff.
0: Um, it also the this game also led to my first experience with Microsoft support or Xbox support, <laughs> and uh, not the game itself, but they did you uh, call them back on the? No, it was I. I tweeted at them. Um, Derek doesn't like to call people. Oh yeah, uh, If I, I don't talk to you. Should next time you need to call to.
2: Microsoft support because I I haven't called them in a long time, but they used to have this most like fellow kids. <laughs> recording when you would call they would be like they were like hey thanks for calling xbox customer support <laughs> it was so late. uh
0: that sounds great maybe i will call them next time but i'll hang out before i get to a real person i just want to hear that though <laughs> um but they had so on the 10th of march and i think we talked about it a little bit last week but they or a couple weeks ago but they had a they relaunched inside xbox Um, which is going to be a monthly show, a couple hours long, kind of talking about what's new with Xbox, what's new with the games coming out. First episode, I was off that day, so I watched the whole thing live. Um, It was really enjoyable. It was a lot of Sea of Thieves, of course, because they are building up to this big launch. Um, But they have been doing this interesting thing where when Microsoft hosts live streams, so they did it last year, starting with E3, I believe, on Mixer, which is their kind of use this instead of Twitch, but we won't. I, I don't know. I don't know what, weren't what they were giving but, away free games um,
2: last year. If you were on it and, and yeah, no one was so, on it. E- so for E3, like so they no do one on it.
0: They, yeah. They do these things called like a mix pot. So anyone that is watching live or sometimes watching after the fact, but, um, you'll get something for free. So you'll get, get this mixed pot reward, which could be DLC. It could be skins for things, uh, at, at their E3 presentation last year, I believe it was, they ended up giving out a copy of rare replay, which is pretty cool. Um, this time around, though, they detailed it right before the event. You were getting some sort of some stuff for uh, Smite, which I don't really know or care about, but also this like slick skin for one of the guns in Sea of Thieves. Um, of course, after the event, people were super pissed because they said there wasn't enough notice, That's and true. they would have watched if they knew they were gonna get this thing and blah blah blah. Um, but I did watch, and then I did not receive the thing, um, and I kind of wanted it because it looked cool, and other people couldn't get it, so that made me want it more. <laughs> uh, so I t- tweeted at them cause I went, you know, I went through the channels and it was like, check this, check this, check this, see if it's there. And it wasn't. So I tweeted at them. Um, and then they said, can you DM us, uh, with your gamer tag and, and what happened? And so I sent them a message and then within about an hour that I got before they even tweeted back at me, I got a like notification that I had received a couple of messages on Xbox live. Um, which were the codes for the DLC. So it was something where it was like one of the most painless support experiences I've been through. And, you know, maybe it would have been different if it wasn't just like free DLC that they were given to all the people that watch these things. But, um, now it's pretty cool. I, th- I expected to just, cause I can't imagine there's a way, like if I didn't receive it, it seems like the system didn't think I watched it. And so I can't imagine there was a way for them to verify that actually I did watch it. So, were they just giving me the codes? I could have been full of shit and not actually watched it. Uh, I don't know, but anyways, it was a good experience. Um, yeah, and that's my week.
2: Like mostly unrelated, but when you were talking about like the uh, inside Xbox thing, it made me think about how they did like a a similar thing, like a Nintendo Direct, essentially, but it was just specifically for Disney Infinity, and they were like, oh. Uh, tune in next month. Like we're gonna start doing these every month. Tune in for our next big announcement on the future of Disney Infinity. And like a week later, they're like, "Oh, we're canceling the game." <laughs>
0: <laughs> None of people watch this stream, so clearly they're gonna interested. come out with
2: a spider Gwen. Man, that's fucking heartbreaking.
0: Oh, that was a because there was images of that figure too, and it was amazing. Yeah, looking, right. Yeah, no, oh. I remember that. Maybe you can find like a prototype, or like something.
2: like some of those old NES games that show up on eBay thirty years later.
0: There you go. Maybe there's a Spider Gwen figure on eBay right now.
1: Just waiting for you.
0: Anniversary present. (laughs) Hey. Uh.
1: Isn't it crazy that customer support these days is like just twittering at them, like just saying things into the Twitter universe? That doesn't work sometimes. And then they do stuff.
2: Yeah, like I, it didn't work for me with Best
1: Buy though. They sent me my Xenoblade
2: Chronicles two. Um, collector's edition and it showed up like five days late and the box was ripped and I tweeted them about it.
3: Oh. It didn't. But that's because Best like, fucking sucks. The same thing did to me with my phone.
2: Yeah, it sucked because I, I tweeted up them explaining the situation. They're like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Have a good day. And I'm like, Man, fuck you guys. <laughs> I thought this
0: was supposed to get me free money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry to hear that. I will never think about this again.
1: You need more followers, Josh, and then they'll care. Yeah,
0: I know. and
2: And not so many bots and <laughs>
0: Should have asked for some
2: retweets. Retweet this if you're tired of Best Buy. Like, hashtag fuck Best Buy. (laughs) My local Best Buy is in the shopping center right next to a Toys R Us, and I could have threatened to just shop there instead, but that wouldn't have worked anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are they gone now, or is Toys R Us there? Well,
2: their liquidation is supposed to start yesterday, but then they canceled their liquidation, so I don't know what's happening.
1: Oh, my God. What a gone show.
0: I'm uh, Mikayla. How about you? What's your gaming week been like? I, f- I feel like you've been playing a lot of games. Or Final games. Fantasy
2: 15 <laughs> featuring The Sims.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I play Sims every day. I'm just going to move the microphone. No, don't move it. But I can't like, get close. <laughs> going to have to. It's so fucking complicated. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've mostly been playing The Sims. Like, I literally will wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I just need to get them doing something and collect my rewards for waking up in the morning. And then before I go to bed at night, I'm like, okay, I just uh, I'll be in bed in one minute. I just have to get my Sims doing something so that they're not wasting their time overnight. And it's kind of sad when you say it out loud. But you know, it's really quite fun. Um, you get to change their outfits every day and you get points for that. So I really quite like that. And they can have different hair all the time. And I just bought this great lipstick the other day. So now they all have bright red lipstick. Yes, uh, I want to have bright lipstick. Right? They tote should. All the other lipsticks were free and I was like, well played Sims, well played. They know. <laughs> and then after I had played it for like, I don't know, like 10 hours or something. I was like, Derek, is it is it okay now that I put this much time into it if we spend some money on it? So I spent like seven of Derek's real-life dollars and got some, uh, some like coins or whatever the currency is. But
2: What is that, like $50 American? <laughs>
1: wouldn't it be like 50 cents American? Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, no, it's been good. Um I like made them have a baby in the game and then what? I accidentally turned the baby into a real person. Oh, so no. now I have like two Sims to control which I was really trying to avoid <laughs> because I just thought it would be too much, but actually it's great cuz while you're like doing stuff with one Sim, the other one is like building its energy back so you can do stuff for even more hours of the day. <laughs> And then so now there's two Sims living in my house and a baby and a toddler and it's going to be a shit show real soon. (laughs) that's my life and also i feel like we
2: need an update next week (laughs) i'll
1: see what i can do i'm also trying not to fail out of the emerge program right now so you know we'll see how it goes there's only a week and a half left and then i can devote my time to what i really care about which is sims and their hairstyle hold on i'm getting direction um so i've also been playing sea of thieves and by been playing i mean i played it that one time with Derek. And it was fun. (laughs) And it was really pretty. And I got the big, nice, fancy screen. Um, But I couldn't really tell the difference all that much. But I don't really want to highlight that because I don't want to have to switch to the computer in the future. So we'll just move (laughs) on. Um, But no, it was really the color of the water is so beautiful. I will play it just for that. Um, But it also seems like it's not so hard that I'm unable to play it, which is good. Um, although I'm sure I've talked about how I have trouble moving two sticks in, a, in order to like <laughs> actually look and go and do things in the right direction. So there's a lot of like ending up stuck in a corner, staring at a fern and not really understanding how to get out of there. Um, but that's okay because, you know, there's somebody else there with you so they can kill the skeletons that are trying to attack you while you're trying to figure out how to walk. Um, but I also... I feel like we could
3: are on this level gaming wise. I feel like we could one everyone else would get mad at each other and we just laugh a lot.
1: Or we would both just die really quickly. That I mean that too, yeah. <laughs> but that would be fun. I feel
2: like I need to I feel like I need to play Sea of Thieves with you guys to see if it's fu- if it's more fun playing with people you know. Like I don't know if I said this last year, but we I played it at E3. It was like with Adam and like two strangers, and I I don't even know if it was because of the game or if I was just really tired that day, but I literally fell asleep standing up playing <laughs> at E3, like surrounded by noise. And like, I completely blanked out, like my eyes closed and I would, just, I literally fell asleep standing up playing the game in front of the developer. I felt like such an asshole.
1: That's amazing that you could even do that. I didn't know that human beings could do that.
2: I didn't either until I played Sea of <laughs>
1: Um, I can't imagine playing it with people that you didn't know. Like, it seems like half the fun is the fact that you're, like, joking around and and making plans. And, like, if you didn't feel comfortable to communicate with somebody, to make a plan about how to get there and, like, who was going to take what job and, you know, to be able to say, no, I want it to be my turn to do this thing or, you know, like... Oh, you take this crate and I'll kill this skeleton or whatever it is. I can't imagine having to like actually talk to strangers to do those things. <laughs> also. Yeah.
2: And none of us knew what we were doing either. Yeah. So we were kind of just running in circles, drowning. And like one guy would jump in the ocean. The other guy would like dig for treasure. that someone else. Like I was just completely lost. I felt you were like, just
1: sleeping in the corner. So. Y-
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you should totally play with us sometime. That'd be great.
2: Yeah that'll give me an excuse to sign up for the game pass thing.
1: Yes.
0: Uh,
2: I, and try it out. I then. totally agree
0: with what Mikhail's saying too, that like I'm having so much fun with the game, but I'm a lot of that fun is because I'm playing the game with people that I do know. Like I, I generally don't, I don't play a lot of online multiplayer just, I mean, for whatever reason, but I don't typically enjoy it. And this is a, kind of an exception for that. And that doesn't happen very often, but, um, it's it's a game I, like I just wouldn't play it unless I'm playing with people that I know. Like I'd either try to play solo, which is quite hard, uh, or I would be you know trying to get somebody that I know in real life uh, online to play it with me because that is where a lot of that fun comes from. Is you just you, you'll be more outgoing or you'll do some you'll you know you'll try harder or be sillier or whatever because you have that extra level of comfort with
1: people. Uh, yeah. And you can dance and play music together. You're not going to do that with strangers. Strangers aren't into that.
2: I heard you could throw your vomit at people.
1: What? No, no way. Yeah. And what? it like,
0: cause you can, you can drink like pirates do. And if you drink enough, you'll vomit, but then you can pick up that vomit in a bucket. Uh, and then God. like throw it at people and it like blocks their vision.
1: That sounds horrifying. <laughs> it's game of the year. <laughs> Speaking of vomit, I had to stop playing the like other day when we tried to play it again. Um, I literally could play for about 15 minutes and then I don't know what happened but I was like I need to stop yeah, seasick right that water now. was so realistic. Like I literally <laughs> like, thought I was going to hurl on Dave. Do you get seasick? Uh, sometimes I get car sick sometimes uh-huh. and I have gotten seasick before. But I think and I've actually noticed with some games where I have to like use both sticks and control where I'm looking and also shoot things. Um, I've gotten, I think it's when they're first person. Mm. Cause I was trying to figure out like why with Fortnite, I have not had that issue. Um, But I think that's like a third person game. So there's not as much of the like up and down wobbliness. Mm -hmm. And, and so this like, but I don't know why the first time we played it, no problem. And then I did start off that round by making my character go get a drink, which meant that he was like stumbling oh. all over the place and then got on a boat where the water was like up and down. And then also I was trying to move around. So I just got to play it cool <laughs> and then maybe it'll be okay. Really? I don't
2: know why, but video game water terrifies me. Really? Yeah, I don't, I mean, not like, not to the point where I can't play, but I would feel like really uncomfortable playing Echo the Dolphin or like falling in the water on Wave Race 64. I would just feel weird.
3: Are you scared of real water? Like being on the ocean?
2: I'm afraid of video game things more than I am in real life. Like (laughs) I couldn't play play Red Dead Redemption because the skinned animals look disgusting to me. (laughs) And like, I was like one trophy away from getting the platinum trophy on Danganronpa, like the action spinoff. But there was this attack that one of the enemies use where it blocked your screen by throwing trash at you and it had like a half eaten <laughs> fish carcass in the tr- in the garbage and i just couldn't Ooh, play it so i money. just never got the platinum <laughs> <laughs> and like um what was it resident evil for whatever reason like the faker it looks the more it scares me like resident evil one on playstation one like the part where you drain the f- shark tank and the sharks Aww. start like f- uh, flopping like fish out of water For whatever reason, that scared me enough to where I never played past it. But on the GameCube remake where it looked all super realistic, I was like, all right. I just played (laughs) through it. Whatever.
3: Wait, why did you do that to the poor sharks? (laughs) You have
2: to. You can't progress without it because there's a key in the water that you can't get without draining it. But then the sharks are trying to eat you when the water is up. But then when you drain the water, it's like a jump scare that when you run past them, they start flopping. Poor sharks.
0: Yeah, my good thing—they're fake. You could, uh, you could play, you could relive that with the Xbox Game Pass because both Resident Evil and Resident Evil no, Zero are a part of it.
2: I never finished Resident Evil like Zero either. Things. That game was kind of.
1: I don't like jump scares; they're not my favorite thing. But also, Sea of Thieves That's is on there, true. which you're both gonna get, so you know you'll have it anyways if you want to. Yeah, there you go. Well, I was thinking if I get it,
3: so if I buy the Xbox game, even though I don't have an Xbox, I can have it on my computer. And then if I don't like it or want to get rid of it, I can just take the game back to GameStop.
2: No, it's got to be a digital
0: purchase.
3: Oh yeah, the, game
2: ha- the cross play
0: with the PC is only
2: digital. Oh
3: well, then never mind. Then I'll just buy it on my my computer. I wonder if my laptop can play it.
0: Uh, my f- my six year old MacBook can play a, it, so probably. I
3: have a baby computer. You should buy it.
2: You should buy it digitally on Xbox, because then you'll get it for PC uh, anyway. I- and that way you'll have both versions, even if you don't have an Xbox. Whereas I think if you buy the PC version, it's just the PC version, if I remember correctly.
0: Or just get the Game Pass free trial and try
3: it out. I'll do that. I like free. is good. Free is a good amount Free is my money. favorite amount, um, unless that's what you want of free, to do. Because I don't do shit for free, <laughs> except for this.
0: Speaking of free, a uh, little bit of news. Uh, IO Interactive is currently giving away uh, the Sep- Sepienza map for Hitman. Um they've released a spring pack which includes episode 2 of the game uh as well as a bunch of like challenge levels and stuff like that um but that's pretty cool hit i haven't played much of hitman but they gave away a like the paris level back in december um and i played through it a little bit and it seems super cool and also much more approachable i think than the last few hitman games um but yeah now there's another episode for free but it is only free until april 3rd so um and it's free across all platforms, so PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Just search for the Hitman Spring Pack, and uh, you can get a bunch of sweet gaming for zero money. I had no
2: idea there was a new Hitman.
0: Like the Hitman from last year? Yeah. Oh, you did not know that existed? Wow. Nope. <laughs> I think you got a ton of... But- or was it two years ago? I don't know. No. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's super good. It's gorgeous. And the the maps are, like, massive. Um and you could try some of it for free, Josh. Just uh, give it a download. Yeah,
2: alongside the Sea of Thieves. Just play everything for free.
0: Everything's free with subscription.
1: Is there any other news that Speaking we Speaking like of to also touch free,
0: uh, sort of. Uh, uh, a game, cannot wait to play it, came out this week called A Way Out. Um, it's like a prison, co op only, split screen or online, uh, like prison escape story. It's like six to eight hours um it's by the i think i just talked about it last week as well but it's by the guy that uh or by the folks that made brothers a tale of two sons which was a phenomenal uh phenomenal experience on whatever platform you chose to play it on but uh a way out it's like 30 bucks for this six to eight hour experience which i've been reading a lot of really good things about um Looks looks like the way it handles the split screen and stuff is very interesting as well because it'll kind of shrink or grow whatever portion of the screen based on kind of where the focus lies. But you want to play with a friend online, you only need one copy of it. So one of you purchases the game, you can get like a token that lets you invite someone else to play it with you, actually. Um, I'm not sure if it's just like, like for instance, they download kind of a try like they, they download like a free trial app and your invite is what kind of unlocks it for them to be able to play the whole thing. And they can only play it with you because they didn't pay for it. Um, so it, 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 I don't know, that seems super cool. Kind of reminds me of the, like in Mario Kart DS and stuff, they had like the download play where um, you can play, you know, you could play with your friends even if they don't have the game, but only with you basically at that point because it's like giving them a copy while you're with them type thing kind of seems the same thing, um, but it's called a friend pass. Super cool. I'd love to see more games kind of do something like that. Um, they did post kind of a video explaining it a little bit on Twitter, uh, but I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's cool whether it's one player or like whether it's one or multiples. Um, I don't know. I could see it being multiples, just like, you know, take that token back once uh, once you're done playing with them. But um, And it's cool that it's, for instance, it's the same experience whether you're playing local split screen or online like even if you're playing online you're still looking at that split screen perspective and everything like that so it's pretty cool um the game itself though looks phenomenal and uh oh i want to pick it up uh i'd love to play through that totally yeah well and it's like a it's like a very supposed to be like quite a linear story-based experience as well which is like you know and it's length six to eight hours there that's the perfect length for a game for me um because it means that i will actually you know able to play and finish it without too much trouble michaela play with me maybe
1: yeah totally yeah that looks really interesting i like the split sorry i like the split screen idea of it and it seems like depending on the player that you are you like have different there's like different storylines and stuff so you kind of get to see what's going on for both of them seems pretty cool
0: not as cool as the sims right now
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not playing the sims right now
3: there are worse things for you doing on a gaming podcast. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Just saying they've happened on this show. <laughs>
1: uh, is there any other news we want to cover? Uh, I think that's it.
2: The uh, only thing I could think of is that they announced that Smash Brothers is going to be playable in mm. tournament form at E3. Like per- just prior to E3, they're going to have like a full Smash tournament uh, with the new Switch game. So I'm guessing that's going to be the first time we see it in action like right before E3. That
1: sounds cool.
2: So yeah, that's exciting. Um by then we should know a lot more about what the de- what the deal is with this game and hopefully or, a few of the new characters and
0: Or we won't. They won't say anything and then yeah. these bastards will just get to play it. And
2: It'll then they'll just finally s-
0: reveal some stuff at E3.
2: It'll just be Smash 64.
0: <laughs> that's what all the purists want, don't they?
2: No, they want the GameCube one. Uh. So let's just make let's just give nobody what they want.
0: Just buy Prod what is the what is the like modded one? Is it Project M or something?
2: Yeah, Project M. Just have them play
0: Project M. Just release Project M.
2: Yeah. They'll just come out they'll just sell a collection of all of their fan games that they sent seasoned assists to. (laughs) 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 And just sell it as a package. Uh It'll be Wario All Stars. Just be a bunch of bootleg
1: games. Uh, do we want to talk about mission objectives? Always. Okay, so I remember the order that we do this in. Uh, Was there a mission objective last week?
0: Uh, We can just move on to this week's. Sweet. Okay.
1: So this week's mission objective is the year is one quarter over. What's the most fun you've had playing? Nope. What's the most fun you've had gaming in 2018 so far? Dun, dun, dun. And our first answering person is Courtney. Ah, fuck. Um, I don't know. I haven't had like a game
3: or a moment where I've been like, "This is the most fun I've had in so long," and I'm so happy I'm playing games right now. But I think mostly
0: it's for 2018. So it's only got to be the most fun you've had in three
2: months. I can't
3: like I don't. Yeah. Everything's been so mediocre though. I don't know. It's just real sad. Well, I know. That's,
0: well, that's what depressing.
2: Ab- what about what about working towards getting the Ryu costume with me on Monster Hunter?
3: That was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Everyone's playing Monster Hunter, but me. That's my yeah, most that. disappointing gaming moment of 2018 is not playing Monster Hunter yet.
1: Mine was when you sold Overwatch.
0: <laughs> that was 2017, <laughs> so can't talk about
1: that. <laughs> it's so disappointing. It carried over.
3: Um, no, that was pretty fun. No, I just feel like I feel like the only thing is when I play games like that, is I feel so pressured to do well, that it makes it hard for me to enjoy it. Like, I, I worry so much about fucking up that I don't. I get just stressed out about being bad.
1: We should definitely play games together, we, Courtney. Yeah. Let's do Mika it. Mika and
3: I, we'll have Mika and Courtney night. We'll stream it. Yeah. People can laugh at how bad we are, and we'll just flip them off quietly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: or loudly. Or loudly. <laughs> either one. No, I think part of it, though, is just because like this was my last. I spent the whole quarter of this year as the last quarter of school and, like, obsessing about finishing. And now that I'm finished, uh, maybe I can obsess about playing games again. Since maybe 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 that should come after finding a job but i feel like it's not going to so
2: ah, no you don't you need know. a job your job could be editing the geekscape games podcast
3: yeah pro bono uh yeah <laughs> have a job where we don't pay you don't worry about your bills though
0: yeah they'll still be there when you uh you know they'll oh, still be they'll there They'll never
3: go away they're not going oh,
0: they'll be waiting for you
3: <laughs> can i get insurance now no wait i live in america <laughs> <laughs> so mad so mad oh wow. Well. uh who's next josh
2: um i also don't have a particular one that like stands out super big or anything but it'll be like a mix of things dragon ball fighters was one of my most anticipated games of the year and uh playing that was a lot of fun discovering all that special animations and stuff but um jumping back into fire emblem like i talked about earlier is probably up there but Overall, I think the most fun I've had with any game is going into Overwatch's arcade mode. And when my team sucks, I'll just jump off the stage and die to sabotage them because I get so mad. (laughs) 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 Like, I'll pick Winston and then I'll just say, I'll just spam hello and then just leap off the stage. That's better than quitting because if you quit, someone might take your spot and then they'll still have three people. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I was getting so fucking...
3: Just sit there, just sit there in a mode. I was getting so
2: fucking mad. I was like, I was like, all right, I have an hour, I have an hour before I have to go to work, and I just need one win so I could get my win of the day XP bonus. And then I was like 50 minutes in, and like I still hadn't won a fucking match. I was getting so angry that I just started jumping off the stage whenever we would lose two rounds in a row (laughs) on the elimination. I would just be like, you know, fuck you guys. I'm just jumping off the stage and then just jumping into another match i don't have time for this right now but yeah it's terrible but it was also fun the most fun come I've on. had in 2018 <laughs>
1: that's not saying much for 2018 is it not really come on derek bring it home
0: uh well i don't think we've talked about sea of thieves enough today so i thought about it a lot i mean i've only played a few games so far this year um the witcher 3 has been taking a lot of my time uh I don't remember what Are you going to
1: put Sea of Thieves before The Witcher 3?
0: The, well, like, what the most, happening? when I think about the most fun moment that I've had playing a game so far this year, like, like Witcher 3 is the best game I've played maybe ever, but Sea of Thieves, uh, there was a moment a few nights ago, for instance. Maybe it just feels the best because it's so fresh in my memory, but um, myself and two of my friends were... Uh, <laughs> You know, sailing the seas, had some chests and stuff in the uh, ship. Um, We came across another ship, and we were not going to attack unless provoked, uh, just because we kind of wanted to get that treasure back uh, to the outpost so that we could cash it in and and get some gold. Um, Other ship decided to fire upon us, so we fired back. Uh, It led to a pretty cool It was a pretty cool battle. The PvP stuff with the ships is super fun uh, in Sea of Thieves. But it just kind of was – it ended up super interesting because we got to a point where kind of both of our ships were sinking faster than we could repair them. Um, So I decided to – I jumped ship and I climbed up onto their ship so that I could kill a couple people um, that – didn't know I was there basically because they were still focusing on loading the cannons and shooting it at our ship before, you know, for the, as as long as they could basically. So, um, so it was neat, kind of it added this kind of stealth element to try to get to them unnoticed uh, so that I could kind of take them down uh, just without them seeing me. But then we got to a point where both of our ships are in the water. Um, We're kind of just in the middle of the ocean, but then there's kind of a few rocks kind of in the area And so all of a sudden I see a couple of them in the water and my other, the rest of my party, I think was dead. I was the only one left alive on my team. Um, I'm start swimming to this rock because there's also sharks in the water and there's now sharks chasing me and the shark like grabs me and does a bunch of damage. And I'm like going to die. I'm about to die. And finally jump up onto this rock and I can still see the other two guys from the other crew swimming around in the water. They're trying to kind of swim up to this rock as well. Um, now that I'm out of the water, the shark sharks go for them. And <laughs> I kind of just watch, uh, like the, one of them dies. And then the other one is kind of getting eaten. Um, he is swimming as fast as he can to get to this rock that I'm standing on. I don't know if he knew I was there cause he was kind of underwater, but then right before he gets to the point where he surfaced, I just shot him and he died as well. Um, <laughs> and then I thought that I was safe at that point, you know? Uh, I was kind of coordinating with my crew to uh, come find me, basically, because they would have spawned elsewhere, would have been able to get a new ship and and kind of come and find me. But in the in the meantime, I didn't know that there was still another member of the other crew alive. And so while I was watching while I was watching the shark eat this other crew member and while I was waiting for the other guy to just get to the brink of getting onto this rock so I could shoot him. Um, right after that happened, turns out he like popped up behind me and he killed me and stabbed me in the back. And Aww. it was just like a hilarious few moments. And I don't know. I haven't, I feel like I, because I don't play a lot of multiplayer games or like, I feel like the last multiplayer game I really got into was like Call of Duty four, which was out when I was like in high school, which is like, I just got invited to like my 10 year reunion. So, um, so that was a long time ago. Uh, so aside from like toying with a few MMOs here and there and stuff like that, like I've not really been into many more multiplayer games. So I don't get a lot of those moments that those moments felt amazing. And there's been a few other similar moments like that in Sea of Thieves so far, but that's been the one that's really stood out at this point. Um, and it's moments like that. I think that are going to keep me coming back to the game as well. Cause that was just like, it was just so silly and it was so fun. And, and <laughs> um, you know, they, they, our crew is laughing. The other crew is probably swearing, but you know, I had a good time. So, uh, and kudos on that guy for sneaking up on me, basically.
2: <laughs> that sounds really cool, actually. That
1: does sound pretty
0: fun. <laughs> well, and that's like, it's interesting because they, they've been focusing so much on like when they talk about the game and, and cause the game doesn't really have a story. There's kind of some lore and stuff like that. But, um, you know, they talk about like, like making your own story and making your own tales and stuff like that. And, um, and I, I kind of shot, I was like, oh, it's just marketing bullshit. And it probably is. But at the same time, I feel like these, like these things that we've done so far and these memories that we've made so far, I will remember far better than I would remember whatever plot they would have put in there anyways. So, um, I don't know. I can't, I I don't know. I've been really enjoying it so far.
1: Making your own stories. Right. It's great.
0: Right. How about you?
1: um, I fucking won Fortnite twice. I won something twice. What? Right? So I think that's my highlight of the year. I have no idea why I love Fortnite so much, but I do. Um, <laughs> and I I won twice. So that was pretty exciting. and uh, I'm gonna hold on to that real tight. That's definitely my highlight. Although we'll see how it goes with all these like Sims and their haircuts and their babies. (laughs) Red lipstick doesn't win out. Exactly. (laughs) We'll see. Um, Any around the site stuff that we need to know? You're going to be keeping an eye on. Look for that review review of Sea of
0: Thieves. Uh, It should be out by the time this podcast is.
1: Hopefully.
2: Yeah, I'm still planning on writing that AJ Lee article someday soon. One day. But Great. until then, listen to the Jessica Jones episode of the main podcast because I really enjoyed the second season.
1: I haven't watched it yet. Okay, nice. I haven't watched it yet either. I'm a little behind. It's on the list.
0: You just made the list. <laughs>
1: Shit. I've
3: been watching that Frankenstein Chronicles with Sean Bean. The what? So you know what happens to The what, to what Chronicles? Him. Frankenstein.
0: Oh, that looks interesting.
3: It's pretty good. Yeah. It's very period and it's got Sean Is it like Bean. scary?
0: Because I, I heard you don't like scary things.
3: It's it's kind of scary, but I can handle it.
0: It's too much. Can't handle it. Can't take it's it. It's not too
3: much. I can't it's, it's done in like a – so. Just
0: wait till that next episode.
3: <laughs> I'm on the second season. So, um, oh. like, for some weird reason, like, I'm not afraid. Like, true crime and I get along just fine. Like, I've only ever watched one episode of a true crime drama that I had to turn off because it was too much, and that was just because it was really fucked up. Um, and I can handle that, but I can't handle scary movies. I think the only scary movie that I sat through and wasn't, like, breaking down crying because I was so freaked out was Texas, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre from, like, 2000, I don't know, it was in the late 2000s, earlier. And uh, that's that's the only scary movie I've ever sat through.
1: You're kind of like Josh, how if the realer it is, the more you can handle it, but if it's fake... I, I think it's because it was tr-
3: yeah I think it's because it was true if it's true crime e or there's like a like a crime solving aspect to it then I can usually get I, I it. think I still okay. think that you
0: should watch the new it it's, it's kind of like really a true crime. Crime. no it's based on a no, true story I don't like
3: I don't like clowns and I don't like uh, clowns are an automatic no thank you but he's
0: not really a clown so but he
3: looks like one and I'm here in this room by myself so we're not gonna talk about it anymore.
0: But these like I need the a- kids have to
2: like very nope.
3: scary. We're not talking Can't about Can't do it. Anymore. Clowns are bad. I
0: need to send
2: you the picture that <laughs> I herself. saw of the realistic looking it like eating a kid. Like it was nope. a rope. Oh, a I robot saw that today. It
0: was day. like yeah. a bit, was it like that
3: freaked a the fuck yeah. out of me? I got really upset because I thought that kid was alive. I- that was
0: way scarier than the movie. Oh, you should I watch couldn't the movie.
3: Do no, I couldn't handle that gif. <laughs> I hit, I saw that I like tapped I on it by that. accident and then saw that the kid was real and then I saw the kid wasn't real and I was like, fuck this and I tapped out.
2: I mean, I hope the kid wasn't real.
3: I thought it was like it was like the, missing an arm. So they're like first split second. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck did they do that, baby?" And then I realized it was fake. And then I got really upset. And then I just tapped out. And then I looked at kittens and baby sloths.
2: You watch people. You watch people stepping on kittens.
3: No, who would do that?
2: You don't remember those videos? No,
3: I never saw them. I don't want to know about them. That's fucking awful.
2: Like back on the early, uh,
3: is that like, like the earlier com? days
2: of the internet? There was like. Yeah, where people would just, like, step through kitten skulls with high heel shoes.
3: Oh, that's really fucked. Yeah. (laughs) That's awful. Those people are terrible. Why would you do that? Josh, I got upset about fake sharks being, what do you call them, beached.
2: I thought the more real it was. No, less you were if worried it's about
3: animals. It.
2: <laughs> you can't That's get more real, real, real
3: than upsetting. high heels. No, true crime that, like with scary movies like true crime and I don't get along. It's fucked. You're right. That it is, is a true crime right People
2: there. Need- it's, it's truly criminalized. It's about as true as you could get.
3: Shit.
0: <laughs> true crime streets of LA yeah, no. right there. Remember
2: remember like arresting old ladies and frisking them and they'd have drugs on what them. What the fuck? <laughs> Like on that game, since you were, it was like a Grand Theft Auto game, but you were a cop and you could just arrest random pedestrians and you would like, you would handcuff them and then search them after they were handcuffed and they would just randomly, it would just be randomly generated whether or not they'd have drugs or whatever. And you would get a little bit of like, like,
3: grandma has a little bit of weed, like grandma's got like an eight ball.
2: (laughs) I don't know. You would just pull, you you would pull like a baggie of white powder out of your pocket. And if they did have drugs, they would just leave them handcuffed on the pavement. You just go on with your day.
0: But then you do, you do go to hell in the end. So. I never
2: finished it, but that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it's not actually... It's how
3: Nana Spoiler. makes her cookies taste so good. She just puts crack straight in them.
2: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, I never finished that game, but I'm way past the statute of limitations about worrying about spoilers, so... There
3: you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you stuck it up on YouTube. For some reason, you actually go to hell, and I can't remember it's not why. Like, and you have to, like, fight, you have to, like, fight demons and
2: stuff. It's not like... Uh, Saints That's Row, must- where it's like.
3: That's weird. For a cop game? Yeah,
2: remember how Saints Row went off the rails and the sequels became more and more silly? And in the last one, it's like one of the DLC expansions was in hell and you had to fight Satan to come back to life?
3: <laughs> no. So, yeah. It's ridiculous.
1: I'm glad we brought it back around to games there because I think it's time for us to wrap up. Yes. What do we say? Yes. 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 Okay. So, um,. Thanks for listening to the Geekscape Games podcast on the geekscape.network. Uh, listen next week for whatever the next episode ends up being about. Hopefully games. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully Probably not. If you want to holler at any of us, uh, Courtney's accessing of social media is? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AK Geeky Girl. And
3: everywhere else, I should be Geeky Girl AK. If you can't find me, DM me on Twitter. No one ever does.
2: <laughs> Josh? Uh, I'm at Enu Joshua at just about every social media and game platform.
0: Uh, and I'm at D. Cranvelt on Twitter and CaptainK17 across gaming platforms. Uh, <laughs> Mystical Cooter on uh, Google Play. <laughs>
3: I'm making you something that says that now and you're gonna have to wear it. I'm gonna make t-shirts and travel mugs. Mystical Cooter.
1: <laughs> I will.
0: Anything we can put labels on, we'll do it.
1: Maybe some brass knuckles so yes. that say mystical cooter. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> what was the what was your Google Play name?
1: Luscious Coder.
0: Luscious Coder, okay. Luscious. I was pretty close. Like I was like three I was like maybe like three letters
3: off.
1: You guys could be like a crime-fighting duo or Mystical something. Cooter and Luscious Coder <laughs> team up <laughs> to fuck
3: up true crime and kitten stompers.
0: <laughs> I think we could sell yeah. that. Netflix a will Jesus. pick up anything.
1: They will. I'd watch it. <laughs> oh, Josh is would
3: me. Oh, also, don't forget, you can find us uh, on Facebook, our Facebook group for Geekscape Games Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Geekscape Games Podcast. Geekscape games. Yeah.
0: And, and on geekscape.net, which we call home <laughs> forever.
1: <laughs> and uh I am on all the things at Mika Max309. And you can also see a bunch of my work recently on our Instagram at Geekscape Forever. So give that a follow. Alright. Alright. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 We are two mariners, our ship's sole survivors in this belly of a whale.
0: Its ribs are ceiling beams, its guts are carpeting, I guess we have some time to kill.
2: You may not remember me, I was a child of three and you a lad of eighteen but i remember you and i will relate to you how our history's in a wheel at the time you were